and welcome to episode 89 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. Uh, you can follow us on threads, Instagram, at Sunfire Tavern, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to send us your questions, comments, or whatever you want to do, you can drop it into the Google form, which will be linked in the podcast information below. below. Ollie, hello. Hello. How you doing, dude? Long time no chat. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a little bit of time. Because you've been... Uh, We've both been very busy. You've been globetrotting a little bit as well, haven't you? I have been globetrotting. Nipping around the planet. Just, uh, oh, I mean, I literally did a lap of the planet last year, but <laughs> yeah, I just came back from Reykjavik, which was um, pretty incredible, actually. Lovely. Did you... Yeah, so is it the time for, like, Northern Lights? around that time uh yeah so it's coming to the the end of that time so that that sort of ends in march to april time right. unfortunately we didn't see them because it was so cloudy and snow while we were there but oh, we saw so much stuff it was incredible like we went to this um like spa that was carved into the side of the mountain called um what was it called the sky lagoon Ooh. and we spent it's all outdoor so it's like minus 10 degrees minus 15 degrees um heavy snow and blizzarding but you're sitting in boiling hot like spa water and it is magnificent oh my god that sounds like, so good dude we got out of it and our skin felt like like baby skin <laughs> uh, but yeah i went there with my partner we had a lovely weekend it was lovely. just just a nice trip uh yeah. but obscenely expensive like yeah, it is the most expensive place i've ever been to in my life oh man like, it, it dwarfs japan because japan was really cheap this was yeah. like the complete opposite so uh how about you what have you been up to oh dude nothing much man i've just been playing a lot of video games and uh yeah I did have a little bit of, I don't know if I talked, I don't know how long it's been since the last episode, but I did have a little bit of an injury from climbing, so I had a break from climbing, and then that break I played a lot of games. <laughs> so I'm back, like I'm, back, I'm, I'm back to climbing now, so I'm all good. But yeah, okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that time, I got to play a lot of different games, and a lot of really good ones have come out recently. So uh, Well, speaking of games, let me just go, let's go over the agenda for this week. Yes. Uh, we're going to be talking about Helldivers 2, oh, yeah. uh, the Nintendo Switch 2 being delayed to March 2025. Mm-hmm. The rumor that the Little Big Planet is returning, um, Elden Ring DLC, uh, Baldur's Gate Three getting cross-platform mods, uh, and the Borderlands movie. Yeah. Um, so, but I guess we'll start with the usual thing of what we've been playing, what we've been watching. So, Ollie, what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Right. So, I have been playing many, many different games, but uh, there have been a few standout ones which have been particularly excellent. Uh, I'll go with the one I'm playing right now, uh, which is Tekken Eight, which obviously came out. And it has basically become my main game that I'm playing. I'm literally eating Tekken for breakfast. I'm eating Tekken for lunch. For dinner, I'm having some chicken and broccoli with a side of Tekken. Like, you know, it's I'm, I'm just going crazy on that game. Uh, it's so much fun to play, man. Like, I'm enjoying it so much. Much more than Street Fighter Six, But I think that's just because of the amount of Tekken, I've pl Tekken 7 I played. Like, playing Tekken 8 has been awesome. Seeing the amount of people getting into it has also been awesome. Like, I noticed that it's actually a fighting game I can just, like, put on in the office and, like, random people can pick up the controller and just still have a great time, which is also fantastic. I, I find that with Tekken in general, because Tekken yeah. is a much less complex game than Street Fighter's control system. Exactly. Like, yeah. te Tekken is just button mashing. If you want, I mean, obviously there's complexity to it yeah. as well, but... It's more button mash friendly. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like perfect and people like there's loads of hype stuff happening. The game looks gorgeous. It looks incredible. Yep. There's like uh, the other cool thing I've been seeing is like a lot of random streamers and content creators that I follow who aren't normally like fighting game people have just been like trying it 
uh, just to see how it go, like, and they've like found themselves like enjoying it and stuff, which is also really you know positive and great to see. Like, so yeah, I think Tekken Eight is fantastic so far. I'm yet to see what the competitive scene looks like or anything like that, but honestly, just as like a casual like playing as a you know just playing a few rounds every night like before I go to bed, it's just been like fantastic. So, oh, good. Yeah, glad, I, glad you're doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I've not even played the single player yet. I'm just talking purely about like just playing online and just playing against other people has been so much fun. So yeah, I have received some hate mail, but I feel like every fighting game. <laughs> so, um, but yes. Uh, also, they gave the bear uh, a huge fish that you can slap people with. So I mean, game of the year as far as I'm concerned. So, um, apart from that, there's been some really, really good indie games that came out recently. Uh, one I want to talk about is a game called Void Stranger. Have you heard about this game? Uh, no. Yeah. So this this game is basically like it actually came out last year, but it was on some people's like top ten lists for, or like game of the year list, and it was like number like for the people who did play it, it was like number one. And for the people who didn't play it, like they didn't even know what the game was. So I it basically started making the rounds kind of like earlier this year, um, and I played it. So on the surface, it is a block pushing game, like a soccer band game. So it's just a puzzle game, and it's got sort of like, like um, as in block pushing, as in like carrot. Did you ever play Catherine? Yes. Uh, okay, similar that, to that. That that's that is a block pushing game, but this is more like um, you know, Baba is you. Like, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that Baba is you is like a block pushing game with the idea of like the blocks doing coding things essentially, right? This is just very much like a bare bones like block pushing game. Like you have to reach the exit and to get out, there's like tile based and you need to like push things like into holes to basically move around and go around. I guess closer to Catherine in that regard. And um that's what it looks like on the surface. And it is a pretty okay block pushing game. Um, under the surface, it looks like it's going to be like a one hour game and ends up being like a 50 hour game because of the amount of content in that game. It, okay. There is so much story and hidden stuff in that game. So I, I can like totally understand why the people who played it like and just got into it just went like, like what the fuck is this game? Like It just keeps going. Like there is like, a, there's like a, a pretty decent story and like a good, like, you know, following all these characters, stuff like that. And then you get an ending. And I got the ending and went like, okay, cool. Like I got the answers I was looking for in this ending. And then it it then cuts to like a bonus cutscene, which adds like another layer of questions and then starts you on a new game plus, essentially. It's kind of like similar to Near Automata in the sense of being like the game ends, it gives you like ending A and then like the game starts again, but you're completely like something different, something, like everything is different basically okay yeah so it's re it's like really really good and i think it's a game made by like two people and they had one previous game which was like a shoot 'em up um but yeah void stranger it's re the music also the music is fantastic it's like game boy era kind of music um but yeah i have to recommend that if you're looking for like a like a steam deck game or something like that like and i will say the revelations in that game the epiphanies are incredible and all the secrets are really cool but you have to really like block pushing games. <laughs> you have to, okay. that's, that is the biggest complaint I have about the game is that you have to really, really like block pushing puzzle games. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> everything, probably, probably every, yeah, me, yeah, like everything else about it is like incredible. Like it's such a good game. 
But um, yeah, I like told like I told two different people at work about this game. One of them played it for like six minutes and was like, "Okay, I literally can't stand this game. I refunded it. You just play it and tell me how it goes." <laughs> and then the other person I sent it to, who's more of a puzzle game. Uh, like player, uh, literally messaged me like the next day, being like, "Dude, I literally played this game all night. <laughs> what have you done to me?" Because <laughs> he just <laughs> fell into like this. He was like, "I have to know what happens." Basically, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing so... a similar thing about a game called Balatro, but I've yeah, not oh. even touched. Uh, I guess you're gonna move on to that. In a yeah, second. I was just about to talk about Balatro. That's the. Oh, okay, that's carry the... on. Yeah, yeah, that's. What, I'll, I guess I'll talk about that now. So that's one of the most recent, uh, another indie game that's kind of going making the rounds right now. Uh, that is basically just it's just a really well crafted roguelike. Uh, it's like a poker. It's like a roguelike poker game. So the mechanics of yeah. poker, in the sense of being like you have a hand, you get dealt a hand of like I think at the beginning you have like a hand size of seven, uh, and you have to make like oh maybe eight, and you have to make like a poker hand out of that, right? So then scores your poker hands. So you know like a, a pair, <coughs> two pair, three of kind, etc. etc. And then you um. You play that hand and you get scored on the hand. Then they build on top of that by basically adding like these jokers, which are essentially like perks. So when you buy a joker in the shop, it might be like, oh, when you play a flush, you get like an extra multiplier on your score. So, or stuff like that. Or like, for example, you might buy like uh, a card pack, which adds like extra aces into your deck. So now your deck is like seven aces and then like a normal playing card deck or you can remove cards or like you know change all of the cards in your deck to like ace like to like hearts and things like that so you can basically break the rules of poker in really interesting ways and then you just have to basically make the number go as high as possible so like play like ridiculously high scoring hands and all the, it's like a very simple like the arts like all the ways that everything is presented is very like clean and simple but it just it's just a very nicely crafted like um punchy game like all the effects and the they do the classic thing of like you know when it's scoring all your cards goes like dun 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 and then you know, there's, there's a screen shake and like you see the number just going up and you're like oh and then the, you know because the I saw the the trailer for it and the trailer is a guy trying to um. He keeps trying to win the round, and, and every time he gets to the end of the round, he's like, I've got to win it this time, and then he loses. Yes. And he goes back and does it again and again and again, and he just never wins. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that Mo was mobile, that's all I've seen. But, mobile but it did say there was a free demo available, yeah. and then I clicked on it, and there was no demo. Oh. So I have not been able to try it. Oh. But, um, Very upset. Yes, it's making the rounds with stream. Like, uh, do you know a guy called Northern Lion? I've heard of streamer, just, yeah. He's like this streamer who he's like this uh, older streamer who basically just plays rogue. Like all he does is play roguelikes. Like that's his thing. So if he plays a roguelike and he likes it and he starts grinding it, that's like it's like the Northern Lion seal of like a good roguelike. If you get okay, so it's like, it's like the Gordon Ramsay of of roguelikes. Though. Yes, yeah, basically, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, that's a weird comparison, but I'm gonna go. Yeah. With it anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, wow. so, Balatro, fantastic game. Uh, I really wish it was a mobile game so I could play on the tube. It would be, like, the perfect, perfect tube game. But I think they're making a mobile version now, um, but even then, I think it's been very successful on Steam. Uh, and on, no, like, get a Steam Deck. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, but that's it. If I had a Steam Deck, then yeah. I think it's also on Switch, so I could just play it on Switch. But Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll definitely come to mobile. Like, yeah. It looks like a game that's built for either tablets or mobile screens. Yeah, I'm very surprised it didn't just have a mobile port out the out the 
whatever you know out the gate but the gate yes yeah <laughs> but um yeah that's been those have been great and then i've also i've also been playing a little bit of hell divers too but i guess we can talk about that in the uh, we can yeah because i've been playing that too <laughs> yeah oh man that game is so fucking good it's um, amazing isn't it yeah uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else i've been playing i want to shout oh also persona 3 reload which is if you liked persona and you like persona 3 then yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, excuse me, I have had the ramen for Persona Three. Yeah. There was a. Uh, there was a. Did you, did you know about the cross promotion with the the ramen restaurant in London? Yes. Yeah, I heard about it. it yeah. Did you go? No. Was it good? It was gross. Oh. <laughs> like actually disgusting. So oh. you get um, you, you can choose between three types. But basically, it's chicken, uh, vegetarian, or something else, and it's the three main characters of the game. Yes. So you can choose the protagonist, um, the associate, and something else. And um, they're just three different colours. It's basically three different types of rum with three different colours of drink. But the drink is like this melon soda, mm-hmm. and it is absolutely and utterly disgusting. It's so <laughs> sweet and and <laughs> gross. But the funny part is, is I took my friend who's not at all into Pona's, uh, Persona with me, um, and he just walked in because it's in the I don't know if you've been. It's the ramen restaurant above Japan Center. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like kooky, crazy one with all the posters and stuff. And he was like, "What the hell is this place?" I was like, "Just, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine." And we sat down. They're, they're all like everything. It was persona, floor and ceiling, and there was anime going off everywhere. And he was just like, "I have no idea where we are." And then this drink came out, and he was uh, so it was, it's got like bubbles in it, like a bubble tea drink. Yeah. He's never had bubble tea before, and he didn't know there was bubbles in it because they're invisible. They're they're like see through tapioca. Yeah. Um, and he sucked the drink up, and he, he immediately had this look of utter violation in his face because he. <laughs> was like what will hit my mouth <laughs> and i was like oh it's bubbles sorry about that you don't know <laughs> oh it, it was God. so funny it was great so yeah we've had the we've had the ramen sorry to interrupt you but i just need to say no no no, no that's fine story. i mean yeah i mean i don't really have much to say i mean okay i guess persona 3 reload the biggest difference is the ui is really nice uh like really 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 nice and the character models you can see like is like an even more upgrade than persona 5 like the character models oh, yeah, are I've so played... good yeah. Well, I played the first few hours and I was blown away by it. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Visually, it's great. But I mean, it's just yeah. it's if I mean if you've already played Persona Three and you know the story of Persona Three, then you know like kind of everything that's going to happen. Uh, so I'm just going through that very slowly. It is also the first game I realized that if you have Game Pass on, if Game Pass Ultimate, you can get the game on PC and on Xbox and your yep. save transfers, which was yep. incredibly cool to find out. So yeah. I will say Xbox Play Anywhere, anywhere is a wonderful invention. I yeah. love because that's the thing where you can drop it on one console and then pick it straight back up on the, the other console or, or the PC. Yes, it's great. That. Yeah, it's so that's been really, really cool of like being able to like when my partner is using the office uh, for work yeah. or is doing something like on a call or something, then I can go to the Xbox and then play there. And then if I want to grind dungeons, I can play on my PC and also watch a YouTube video at the same time, you know, kind of thing. So it's great. Um but yeah, uh, I think that's mostly what I've been playing. There's probably some other games I'm forgetting about because I did play quite a lot of different things and tried out quite a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, Clark, what about you? Um, so obviously Helldivers. Um, that's kind of defiled a lot of my time, uh, but we can talk about that once we get past my what we've been playing watching section. Um, I've been trying to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake because the new one's on its way. And yes. I'm struggling to get through the last part of it because I'm finding it a little bit boring. Um, the game itself is fantastic, but it really does fall off a cliff when it gets to this this part of the game, which is just before getting to Shinra. But I'm told once you get to Shinra, it becomes amazing again. It's just this bit where you're like climbing over the wall and up this really boring section that, that like lasts for nearly two hours. Yeah. And I'm just struggling to get through that. So I've been doing that. 
Um, I've been playing a Persona 3 Reload, but I'm mm-hmm. way further behind than you are by the sounds of it. Um, a lot of stuff on my Steam Deck, so I've been... Uh, actually, oh, what I forgot, I've, I bought the Tomb Raider uh, Remaster Collection. Oh, yeah, that came and... out. I've been hearing from some people at work that it's, like, pretty good. Oh, it's lovely. Like, it's yeah. it's oddly, like, it, it, it sort of weirdly triggers emotions at, at points. Because, um, like, every now and again, the music will just kick in. It, it just takes me back to being a kid playing that game. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's, you know, it's unexpected, but... It hasn't aged particularly well because like, the controls aren't very good and the camera is diabolical at points. Um, but it's it's a really nice experience and, and the ability to flick between the old graphics and the new graphics at the touch of a button is lovely. Mm. And it also is it's advantageous because the modern graphics have got really heavy lighting and the original game wasn't really designed for lighting. Yeah. Because um, like, some of the blocks and stuff, they blend in in the new version and you can't really see what you're supposed to push and pull. So you have to flick it just to be able to see like that's interactive and that isn't. Or like some of the keys, for example, are really hidden on the ground. Mm. If you flick back to old graphics mode, they're obviously a different color because that's how it used to work. Um, so I've been playing that. I've been playing... What else have I been playing? Um, well, I've actually been playing something, but I can't talk about it because it's uh, you know it's not out yet. So I can't talk about that one. Okay. Um, uh, the game that I work on. So oh, playing on that. Okay. Uh, but I'm playing that a lot and I'm getting really into it. I'm very excited for the release when it eventually gets announced. So I'm really looking forward to that getting announced. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, watching wise, I've been watching Doctor Who. Oh. And I've gone from Christopher Eccleston. I'm now at the end of Matt Smith and I'm just about to switch to Capaldi. Um, so Clara's just shown. I don't know how much you're into Doctor Who. I don't know if you've talked about this before. I've been, I've been out of the out of the leap of Doctor Who for quite a while. But yeah. Okay, so I'm at the point now where it's about to hit the, the super modern series, which is where Capaldi joins in, which is the older Doctor. Yes. Uh, the kind of more uh, grumpy one. Um, and he's now... So the, the the Doctor before him has just met the, the companion that goes to him, um, and it's just sort of doing the transition phase now. But I've been watching that. That's, that's sort of been my when I'm cooking uh, show, because it's very easy to have one in the background. You don't really need to pay attention to it. And me and my partner are planning to sit down and watch Dune in a couple of days' time because we're going to go and see the second one at the cinema next yes. week. Yes, yeah, 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 me too. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And then otherwise, I think that's it. Like, I mean, there's obviously been a few games, like a few retro games and stuff sprinkled here, there, and everywhere. I'm trying to play a bit more Spider-Man on the deck, but because I've got the Steam Deck, I'm definitely flitting between like 100 different games. Yeah. One that I did want to call out, though, is one that got no highlighting at all, and it's called BitTrip Rerunner. You know oh, the BitTrip yeah. series? yes. So they've remastered the first game and brought it up to the, the graphics of the, the modern games uh, and just sort of remastered the soundtrack and stuff. And I picked it up for like a couple of quid in a sale. And that is a very good Steam Deck game. Headphones on, you you lose hours while you're playing it. And, and like you can be sitting on the transport and suddenly you're at work. Yeah. Because you, you just get so into it. So I've been playing that as well. But the Steam Deck OLED in general is a masterclass in console. Like it's it's... It's. I don't know why you haven't got one. I don't know why everyone doesn't have one. <laughs> it is an amazing console, and I can't recommend it enough. But yeah, that has been. Oh, oh sorry. Go it, ahead. Would, it would have been so good to have one to play Void Stranger, like just be able to sit on the couch. Like, I did get obsessed with that game to the point where I was even using a Steam Link to stream to my phone so that <laughs> I could play. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and the the last one is uh, they they never remember I told you about that issue I had with Baldur's Gate where uh, yes. my save got corrupted. Yeah. It never got fixed, so eventually I just completely cleared out my cloud save and just decided to take it on the chin and start again. Yes. And now me and my partner have been sitting playing it together, 
and he um, not much of a gamer, but he, I don't I, I I don't know why I, I never knew this, but he used to play Neverwinter when he was a kid. Oh, uh, and obviously because he recognises that world and it's in the same world. Yeah, he's like. I know what this is, and he's really into fancy. Like he likes, he actually likes anime as well, but yeah. like not in a. It's it's weird because he's not a nerd, but he's got this like super hidden nerdy side to him. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been sitting on the sofa like watching me play Baldur's Gate, and I've just got through like the first couple of bits in the tutorial, and he's just been sitting like asking loads of questions, mm. making some of the decisions, and he's really getting into it. So I've been enjoying that. So that's, that's been lovely. Fun. I mean, I mean, if you're playing on Xbox, you can always just uh, pass him a controller. <laughs> yeah, well, I can, yeah. but uh, I mean, if, if he, he wants to, obviously. Well, he just prefers to kind of like take in the the, the story and the talking and stuff. He's oh, not really totally into playing that. it. Yeah, yeah, I totally get. Which that. is fine. I'm, I'm not pushing it on him at all. But I, I, no. now I'm like, I want to continue playing it, but he's not here, so. Yeah. Oh, I get you. <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah, me and yeah, my that's, me, that's been that. Me and my partner are we're still going through Baldur's Gate three. The momentum has slowed down a lot, but I think we're coming pretty much the end of the game like the end is in sight i think um but yeah they, no I mean, spoilers they keep... though because i'm, no, I'm no, trying no to spoilers. avoid spoilers yeah no spoilers. so much for this game they've been adding so much content as in like you know they recently had like like 20 gig patch for valentine's day and they added loads more stuff as well and i'm like oh my god how much are you gonna add to this game <laughs> but yeah um oh one other th so actually this is maybe like a topic of conversation but did you actually sit down and play power world i know last episode it was like at the very beginning of power world becoming popular no i think um, we talked about yeah. it didn't we yeah we talked about it a little bit but we didn't kind of but now it's kind of been like a month since it's like i think it's interesting to like talk about it afterwards because that was cool. a crazy time of like yeah it hit like two million concurrent on steam like after Wait, we finished talking didn't the last time we spoke i was talking about how much i hated it yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like the beginnings of 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 that thing. I think it was. I think I think we started talking like the second day after it had come out, and it was like one million concurrent on Steam, and it was still in the, like very much the growth phase. Um, I mean, I mean, it didn't last very long, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It didn't, but I put about fifty hours into it because I got really into it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is why I wanted to hear because you're you as someone who play, you're someone who plays a lot of Pokemon, right? So like, yep. I, that's why I'm interested to hear like as a Pokemon player, like, did you, well, clearly you did fall into Power World's clutches. I, I did, but I, yeah. I will admit the Pokemon comparisons die off very quickly. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. Okay. It's a game where you throw Pokeballs and catch creatures, but that's it. Like the, yeah. the combat system is completely different because the combat system is, let's be fair. It's not very good. No. Um, <laughs> the building system is basically, I mean, the game is basically arc survival evolved. Like, yes. it, it becomes that. Like, yeah. even the, the talent tree and the skill tree and stuff. But I did get really into it. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice game. I didn't get anywhere. I think I mm. killed the first major boss, which yeah, was same. the woman riding the big electric thing. And then I was just like, ah, I think I'm done with this. Yeah. I... Like, it had no staying power at all. Did you play it uh, with people or did you play it solo? Um, I sat with my partner and played it, but I was I was in my own world. Where I, I didn't yeah, yeah, play yeah. it. I didn't play multiplayer. Okay, so I was the same. So I I just played a purely solo solo game yeah. as well. I I feel like the game I you know I can understand why I I played it to kind of to, to understand like why is it so popular with people and I could see like if you did play this with your friends like whatever if you did play it with like a group I could understand why everybody would be encouraged to keep going and keep playing more and more, even if I wasn't a Pokemon fan. But for me, it was like, yeah, I played like 
I was like 10 to 20 hours or something, and I was like, cool, I think I get the game. I, I understand why people like this game. Or like, it, and it was fun, like those 10, 20 hours, but yeah, like, I didn't really have the feeling of being like, oh, I gotta capture all the pals, or like, oh, I gotta no, go me get, neither. Like, yeah, yeah, get like the super mega mega pal i gotta go get pal 69 or whatever <laughs> the love yeah. one yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, like i've read i dude, I've, read, I've read a lot i was obviously following the discourse and stuff which yeah, was yeah. fun um i still don't understand the whole like pokemon versus power world hate comparisons it's like obviously that I, I think it was pretty like clear that maybe this game this game is good and it's going to be you know people are still going to keep playing it but like it was like very much like a flash in the pan thing it's like this it, has was, no it, brand. Was a, it was a it was a, a minute moment that yeah. that sort of everyone was talking about and then within a week everyone had forgotten about it completely yeah and now uh, the, the, there was the whole thing about the nintendo lawsuit so there was one yes. being investigated but there's been no update on that i genuinely thought they would have gone forward with it because some of the models were I mean, they, they were the same. Yeah. Like, so, some of the models were the same with just bits stuck on them. But um, yeah, and I, I thought that would have gone somewhere. I'm guessing. I'm surprised it didn't. I'm sure Nintendo probably would have kept doing it if Power World had kept its momentum of like you know if they had like a really big live like live games plan like sorry a live service plan like they're going to keep doing more updates and keep giving people a reason to keep playing kind of thing. So I, as far I, as I feel aware, like that's yeah. coming. I feel yeah. like that is coming. 100%. Um, yeah. Because don't uh, forget the game is in early access, and I know it's a cop-out to say a game's in early access, but I think that they didn't realise how popular the game was going to be, and they probably stepped back on their roadmap and went, we need to readdress this now because we could potentially make a, a, an infinite amount of money out of oh, this game. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and look, so what, what gets me is the game has a perfect setup for a battle pass and yep. uh, like arena pass kind of thing. But it doesn't have one. It, it's free. Yes. And they could easily have like a season pass where you get new tech that you can buy, like you can build new furniture and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like I, think I feel that, like that that would be good. Yeah, I think like you said, like now they just probably the team's probably going to hunker down and add more stuff to the game, uh, yeah. etc. But yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if it can go back to having that two mil or like i guess also it's now the other thing is that this has been incredibly good market research for <laughs> for the pokemon company yeah like, okay I, I don't i don't think the pokemon company are going to react to it because no um i mean for one the last pokemon game scarlet and violet broke records and, and sold more than the previous pokemon games combined yes so i mean they don't need to do anything that is true I, I, as, a, as a gamer, I would love to see them actually pull their fingers out their asses and, and put some effort into the next Pokemon game. And yeah. by the way, it's Pokemon Day tomorrow when they're, they're supposed to be big announcements. So ah. by the time people are listening to this, we could be, we could have had the next Pokemon game revealed. We could have had the Power World um, crossover event with Pokemon revealed. Who knows? Oh my God, guys, they gave Pikachu <laughs> a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I just what I would love it is if they 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 just severely misread the room and gave all the Pokemon's like water pistols. Yeah. Oh. Because you know you know it's Nintendo, yeah. so it has to be cute. So they're like, now everyone's got water pistols, and we're like, uh, no, Nintendo, that's not what we wanted. Well, here's 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 the ultimate strategy, right? You take Power World's meta, remove the guns, right? You take Power, but you take Power World, and then you but instead class it around um pokemon resort you know the tv show that came yes out which is getting a second series by the way yes i feel i feel like you do that or you just make animal crossing pokemon then uh yeah it's kind of animal GGs. crossing pokemon oh my god what have you said yeah oh, <laughs> that's what i mean it's kind of GGs, the devil so. i forgot i forgot something you probably know this as well i was playing pit cross 
Yes. So yeah. I got all of the Picross games on my Steam Deck, which I got them in a in a way that's not entirely legitimate, but it's because <laughs> they're coming out on Switch, and I've completely missed that game. Do you it, think it completely great, went over right? my head? Yeah. Love it. Like I'm just sitting there, just just drawing fucking chairs and doing your and... little puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, but the reason that came to mind is because I've been playing the Pokemon Picross game, mm. which is just lovely. It, it is just lovely. Yeah. And and yeah, I forgot I've been playing that as well. Um, highly recommend that when it comes out on Switch. The, the the thing is on Switch, it's being advertised as four ninety nine, but it's four ninety nine for each piece of it, and there's nine oh. pieces. Oh. Yeah. So I think that's really misleading because it's like, oh, we're getting it on Switch, but it's actually it's like fifty quid. That's a bit gross. Yeah, which yeah. is a bit gross. But yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So with Power World, um, I do think that we're expecting, and I, I reckon in the next few weeks as well, we're going to see a, a a drop of like. Um, either a big patch or um, a, like a big announcement on how they're going to do their roadmap. Yes, I think maybe they dude. Can you imagine if they just went all in on the Pokemon and like Nintendo copies and just were like, we're doing the Pal World Direct. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like Could the Pal World Indirect. I mean, I think <laughs> it, it. I'd do it. Yeah, if I'm, I was that yeah. company, I would totally go hard in. Or I just imagine Nintendo going completely the other way and again completely misreading it and going, in the next game, you can fuck Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nintendo. It's like, no, it's like <laughs> the, the producer of Pokemon. Do you know what's the name of the creator of Pokemon again? I forgot his name. Uh, oh, oh, good question. I was going to say Shigeru Miyamoto, no, but that's Mario. No, uh, I'm going to Google it. Pokemon. Okay. I don't recognize this name. I mean, Satoshi Tajiri. Yeah, that's him. No, Ken okay. Sugimori is who you're thinking of. Oh, maybe the character yeah, designer for Pokemon. Yes, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? It's just the next director's like him being like, t- and take a look at what and we've we've heard comments about Power World. Please take a look at our response. And then it's literally yeah, just like Pikachu with a gun, <laughs> like Shadow <laughs> the Hedgehog style. Pikachu <laughs> with two guns and like leader hose, not leader hose, and um, stockings on. Yeah. So so not only is he gonna shoot you, you can also fuck him. Yeah. Just completely <laughs> misreading the room. I love it. I, I I'd love it if that was a thing, but. Uh, we, right. we had a segue. We had a segue on the table here, but we missed we it. Did. But, um, speaking of games that you play together with your friends, yes, and have guns. Ollie, them. Ollie, 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 <laughs> Helldivers Two. We are eating oh, a dude. big dinner this this month for. In fact, this year and last year, we've been yeah. eating really well for games. I was gonna say, like, I think power. Like, this is also probably like people who were playing Power with their friends are probably now just playing Helldivers Two. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing, but what a game. Dude, it's so much fun, man. I mean, And it's so simple. Yeah, like, I, as someone who played, like, a lot of the first one, and it's, like, same. one of my favorite co-op games, uh, even though it's top-down, like, Helldivers 2, like, even though they take, like, a lot of the mechanics and they're, like, pretty similar, but the, putting it in, like, the third-person environment and, like, just the level of production value they've put on top of it is so good, man. Just how beautiful. I mean, I'm playing it on the Steam Deck, and I've got it running on medium to high settings, and I'm getting 30 FPS. Yeah. And it's it's perfectly fine. Like, I'm playing mm. it docked, and it's perfectly... Pro- playing it with a group of friends, and we're loving it. Yeah. How are you playing it? Uh, I'm I'm playing it just on PC with some friends. I've got one friend who's on PS4, uh, 5, and I've got one friend, another friend who's on Steam. And, Which... yeah... We- we were just playing Which again yesterday. talks to the crossplay thing, by the way. Like yes. how fucking everything's so crossplay. Sorry, yeah. carry on. No, no, it's so good. Like we were just playing it, yeah. and then like you know, midway through the match, another one of like our friends join. Just like you know, his his it's seamless. Like his pod just comes down, yeah. and he's just like joining. Like slams onto the ground and yeah, kills yeah. one of your friends, and you're like, <sighs> oh, he's here. Yeah, the, the, I think the thing is, is like so um, Arrowhead. Like their whole hallmark, their whole thing is making like co-op 
co-op games basically right and yeah. it's just you can see like they knew like they knew exactly what they were doing with so much of the design of this game like oh it's just so like just so much fun I mean, like, it's just the Starship design. Troopers, isn't it? Yes, like all. Like, I mean, unforgivably as well. Obviously, all the like fascist. I was gonna say undertones. They're not undertones. It's very, they're not undertones. No, it's like <laughs> fucking in your face. Yeah, it's very like, in your face. I mean, obviously, it's like very dumb. Like you know, like it's clearly like. <laughs> but um, oh man, like just the gameplay. Also, genius design. The first stratagem they give you is just the fucking heavy machine gun. <laughs> you yep. can just hold down mouse one, <laughs> just like just mow things down. Your character just screaming. <laughs> I love it. It's like, ah, yeah. for liberty. Also, the diving, having like ragdoll mechanics at the if you oh, miss amazing. your dive, like oh dude, it's so good. So, out of interest, like, what's your progression in it so far? Like, where are you at? Okay, so I've only I, I I'm planning to play more tonight, but I've only had one proper session of it so far, and I got to like level four, I think. Oh wow. So okay. I've so, yeah, so I'm still very early <laughs> on, but I played a lot of Helldivers one, so like I know where it's kind of going. The only oh, um, thing I'm very, I was very surprised is that they don't have vehicles in Helldivers Two. Because in Helldivers One, one of the big things that was cool is that you could call in like APCs and you could use those yeah. to like go around the map. I'm sure this is probably They're in their coming. roadmap. One hundred yeah, yeah. billion percent, it's in their roadmap because I think pe- people want nothing more than calling in four motorcycles that you can just ride around on yeah. in these maps. So yeah, like a hundred percent, that's what they're adding. But, um, but okay, but before we get to the roadmap, so I actually do want to talk about roadmap possibilities. But yeah. uh, I was going to say my progression. So I'm uh, currently farming the difficulty just below Helldiver, which is the max difficulty. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're at the stage now. So the, the game has these talent, talent trees that are um, things that affect all players, which are the boosters, and then things that affect you, which are the ship upgrades. Yes. So we're now farming the ship upgrades, which you need to use ultra rare, uh, super rare materials. Sorry, are these the samples? To upgrade. Yeah, the samples. So these yeah, are yeah, the yeah. third tier of samples. So yes. the first two tiers you'll find pretty much everywhere. Yes. But the and and the I, I will admit the rare ones are easier to come by than the common ones, which is bizarre because mm-hmm. the, the common ones are the, like the the base currency. Yeah. Um. And we, we've actually so we then went and farmed the super rares, which which I, I will give you a little tip on in a second. Okay. Went and farmed the super rares, and we got six super rares, and, and to buy an upgrade it's five. Okay. We got six super rares, but we didn't have enough commons. So we had to go back and farm shitloads of commons because we, we didn't have, like, you need, like, 60 of them, and I had four. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but so what, what we've actually done is we've got to the difficulty where it's it's basically impossible to do anything in, in, the, in the map because you just get mullered by everything. So we've switched yeah. to playing it a bit like a, a survival horror. Oh, so we yeah. know where they spawn. So, so there's, there's a special um, bit of geo that spawns to show you where the... The, the superware materials spawn. Yes. So we look for it, go to it, and we, we basically send two people off in the other direction to distract as many monsters as we can mm. while the rest of us go off and explore and try and find the, the super rares. We get them, and then we spend the rest of the 30 minutes of the game waiting for the emergency drop to come in <laughs> and not doing the mission because you, you physically can't do the mission. It's too difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we do. We play like us, and then we just hunt around the map really, really slowly, just try not to get killed. I mean, that sounds still like that. really great fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's it's actually been more fun than doing the game normally because yeah. we're just like 
get down, Mr. President. Like yeah. the person holding the samples, obviously, if they get killed, they drop them. Yeah, and you have to go pick them so, up, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a pain in the ass. And usually, if they're dropped, they're they're, they're gone. Like yeah. you can't get back to them because of the amount of bugs and stuff on the screen. Yeah. So that, that's how I've been doing that, and it, it's just been so much fun. Like Helldivers one, like the difficulty ramp up was pretty crazy. Like when you start doing some of the harder missions, especially the defense ones, where you've got to like just like hold an area for like yeah, yeah. long. Yeah, it just like becomes. It just insanely difficult. Like yeah, and it's one of the only like co-op game. Like this is what kind of why I liked it because you had to kind of do like Destiny Two raid style like communications of like coordinating your team and stuff which, like which that. Which is exactly how we've been playing. I'm glad you came with yeah. the Destiny Two comparison as well because I've been saying that this game could potentially replace Destiny Two in I terms think, of popularity. Yeah, I think a lot of the Destiny Two community are moving over to Helldivers Two. Yeah, uh, just for like a fresh, you know, it's just fresh air, right? You know. So. I mean, even just cosmetically, I don't know if you've seen or the shop or anything in the game yet. But, and, and also, most of the stuff in the shop you can earn through normal gameplay. Yes, yeah. Which is which is which is lovely. And it, it, it I mean, I've bought everything in the shop so far, and I've got mm. money left over, and the shop's empty. Yeah. Um, but the cosmetics themselves actually do look like Destiny gear. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, and 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 we, we're just thinking like with some really simple tweaks. So like, you could add raiding to this game without without a problem. You could add open world uh, monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, so like you, you could even make it so like you could have like eight eight people or twelve people in a map, yeah, uh, and do like dungeons and stuff. You, I mean, I, I it frustrates me because there's so much potential, but yeah, the one thing I would like to see them do is add ship customizations. Mm -hmm. So like, if you imagine, um, I don't know if you played No Man's Sky, but they did a crossover event with Mass Effect where you could get the Normandy. Yes, I remember. And it could be that. the ship that sits up in the sky. Yeah. This game seems perfect for that kind of thing. Yeah, because you can even like, look up and see your ship, right? Yeah, and and other people's ships. And we also found out that you know you know you can see other people's ships like firing lasers and stuff. Yes, that is actually live. That is happening. Yeah, yeah. Which we, and <laughs> it's, like, it's, cool. it's not faked. Yeah, which is it's very real. Cool. And I'm just like that. That's I mean the tech behind that is very impressive to start yeah. with, but. Just every time we see something, it just blows up. Because, like, so another thing we found as well is, have you, ever, have you been down on the planet and it's really foggy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know you can clear that fog. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's these big trees. There's these big, like, they're called spore trees. Mm. And if you clear, I think, three of them per map, the fog clears around the tree. And then the, oh. and you, find, you find the next one, the fog clears around that one. And the third one, it clears all the fog off the maps. And then you can see. Oh, that's very cool. So we keep discovering that kind of stuff where we like get a little bit further in and then we're like, oh, what does that do? And we go, like, for example, if you if you go to the radar tower first, it yeah. pings the map with all the other collectibles. Yeah. Which is very oh, damn useful. Um, it, it's just the more we play it, the more it's opening up into this like massive game. And I cannot wait to see what they're planning for this game. Cause... Yeah, I mean, it's been it's done really well for them, right? I think it's mega well. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like so I think this is great because, I mean, I love Helldivers 1. So, yeah, yeah, and I it's mean... just it's just so much fun. It's so silly as well. Like yeah. every time you die in this game, I don't care. Yeah, because it's just really, really just... <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I did. Oh my! The amount of times. So I was playing with a friend, and this is the other thing. So like two of us, it was our, our first session, so we had nothing. So we were just like the mm. grunts essentially, and then we're playing with a friend who had a little bit more stuff unlocked. So he had like the mortar turrets. Um, and he just like summoned one of those, and then like some enemies got into melee range, and obviously I was dealing with them, and then suddenly his <laughs> just die, and I'm like, it says I got <laughs> killed by him, I'm like what? How did what happened? I'm like, I don't understand how I died. It's like, uh, it was probably the mortar turret, you know, it's probably yep. just like you know shooting at the enemies near. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I've got an uh, a Tesla tower. Yes. Which is oh a, yeah. Which is, is good? just a, a spike coming out the ground that has electricity coming off it. Yeah. It's 
wild. So it obliterates bugs, but it's got no health at all. So a bug just taps it and it's gone. Yes. Uh, but it obliterates them. So like oh, it, it and it chains as well. Unfortunately, it doesn't know the difference between a bug and a player. Oh. So multiple times I've called one down and people have ran past it and the entire team's been wiped out just by one bolt of electricity. <laughs> it also it goes through water. So if you put it in water or near water, the water will conduct and it will go. It will leap miles. Yeah. And it also conducts through electricity. So. Uh, sorry, conduct through metal, not electricity. Um, and what's made of metal? I mean... <laughs> the fucking drop yeah, point. Exactly, yeah. So I dropped it on the drop point and just burnt everyone to a crisp as they were yeah. running to get on the, uh, the, the, the escape oh, pod. Oh, the escape pod. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, I've, I've had so, so much fun with it. And it just gets like... So some of the weapons I've got now, uh, I've just got the big bomb. Which yes. is the the fifty kilogram bomb, which is just a beautiful thing to watch happen. Oh yeah, it, it does a similar sort of effect to the um, the is I think it's called the hell yeah, mine, the, the, the hell, hell bomb, bomb or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a similar sort of effect to that, where it's just a massive news. Yeah, the the, um, the 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 thing I wanted to talk about as well is like from playing Helldivers one, when you call in the like airstrikes and stuff, it's like yeah they explode, but because of the top down camera, it's like kind of like okay cool, it's just like a big explosion, whatever. Yeah. When you're playing Helldivers two and it's third person and you see the three D scale of it and you're there and the screen is just like shaking and you're just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's absolutely yeah. beautiful. <laughs> like the danger close is real close. <laughs> yeah, but some of the explosions are just stunning. Yeah. Like <laughs> I because I. So I I'm, I'm known as the mad minder, mad miner in my group because I'm obsessed with the mines. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, there's explosive mines and uh, flaming mines, and yes. I just put them everywhere all the time. And, and the amount of times I kill my own team, it's it's hilarious. Oh but um, when those mines go off, they look so beautiful because the explosions get bigger and bigger and bigger as they as the more go off. Yeah. Like... Um, and there's also, have you seen the sky laser? Yes. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it's my favorite. I unlocked that yesterday, and it's it's just a big beam that just fucks everything up. Because you've got these yeah. things called um, <laughs> titans, yes. which are, I mean, the size of buildings. They're terrifying. These things are, and the yeah. laser will just cut it in half. It would just go. Yeah. <clears throat> this is another thing that was like really cool in Helldivers One, which I'm also surprised they haven't added in Helldivers Two. But I'm, I'm like, it's definitely coming. But in Helldivers One, you could summon like you know like part of the vehicles like you could summon like mechs. Yeah, so, like, well, that's could get... absolutely coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could just get <laughs> yeah. into mechs and just be like, <laughs> it was so, it was fucking. Sick. Well, the interesting part is yeah. as well is their monetization model is so light and so unaggressive. I actually feel like I want to buy some stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like because all of the monetized, all of the monetized content you can unlock for free. Yeah. But you can absolutely see there's going to be season passes and stuff being. Oh, 100 like, It's it's built on the season pass model. It's just that right now it doesn't have one. Well, the other thing that it's missing is like so in Helldivers one there was actually three enemy races you could fight and i know yes. in helldivers 2 they've only got the two at the moment yeah. right which is like the well if you look to the map and the, and... yeah there's like a gap right? yeah there's yeah. a gap in the middle and then there's a gap at the bottom for another three races yeah exactly yeah a, yeah. a massive chunk of map that's just not there and the, the map's like only only just begun like... yeah because c- the other race that was in helldivers 1 is kind of like protossy so they're kind of like, it's like, hi- like was it hybrid wasn't it hybrid kind of but they're, they're very much like uh like very uh, high-tech alien kind of thing. So there's yeah. like a lot of beams I remember. and I know shields about. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, on had some really, really annoying enemies. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm interested to see like when they add those and people being... And I, also, I mean, I still need to play more of this, of, of you know, get into the higher difficulties and see what the harder enemies are and stuff. I've seen like some of the harder bug enemies, you know, like the big 
guy who charges at you and has armor in the front, oh, but is weak in the fuck back. The charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are really. The funny part is, is there's music that plays whenever the whenever you're fighting the bugs and the bigger enemies show up, and it's almost identical to the tank music from Left 4 Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean... In my head, I'm like tank, and yeah. it's a charger, which is basically the same thing, and I'm like exactly. Oh my god, but it's, it's giving me massive Left 4 Dead feeling as well because, yeah. again, four-player co-op, so much fun, everything was silly. I'm it's, just, it's just, I'm just so happy this game's out. I'm just waiting to unlock, you know, the rocket, the recoilless rocket launcher, the one that you can fire oh, yeah. and then yeah, your yeah. friends can have an ammo pack and reload yep. you. Yeah, yeah. Like that We've was one of the those. most, yeah, that was one of the most fun things in Helldivers One. Of like, you know, when you get into a good rhythm with like a partner who's just like reloading the rocket launcher for you, kind of thing. It's like it's such a good teamwork moment, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I want to play more. <laughs> I just want to play more. Now. I want to play it right now, but we've got a podcast to talk about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think we've talked enough about Helldivers. We can All both right. agree that this is a Fantastic contender. I think it's a contender for Game of the Year. I don't think it's going to be Game of the Year. Yeah, we were only coming um, in February, man. I know, but the same thing happened last year. We had Breath of the Wild uh, 2 in like February, March time. Was it March? Yeah, yeah. When did we have Elden Ring? Elden Ring was a March game. But that it was, was... was that year last year? Was it? Yeah, it was twenty twenty two, right? Well, I mean, we can skip to it because it's in the list. But they've just yes. announced the DLC for Elden yep. Ring. Did you see the video? Yep, I saw it. I mean, I think it's. I mean, it just looks like more Elden Ring, but it's just, I think... yeah, it's just an expansion, isn't it? Like for... it's. I mean, literally, what it is <laughs> for the for the Elden Ring heads, like you know, the people who like the lore. I think it the was like, there was a lot of really cool, lot of really cool shit in there. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. But for me, who I'm not up to date with it, I was just kind of like, yeah, it looks like Elden Ring. That's cool. Yeah, like, I watched it and went, mm, that's cool. I might use it as an excuse to like start the game again, but this time try and actually enjoy it instead of suffering by picking Wretch and then, you know, the level one <laughs> one stat character. I know, I know, I know. And I know. then just, you know, playing the game. Well, I need, I need to finish it because I've still not finished it. Yeah, I didn't finish so, it either for that reason because yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I got right to the end. I got to like two bosses away from the end. So I think I got to just before Melania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I never fought her. So yeah. I know she's the hardest boss in the game, but, mm. you know, they're all pretty hard. Um, but yeah, so the, I, I thought the DLC looked amazing. I'm looking forward to it. And it is going to be an opportunity for a lot of people to kind of rekindle that Elden Ring frame, which makes me think there's a potential that it's going to end up with a second Game of the Year award. Yeah, maybe. Or it'll be like, best live service game. <laughs> mm. Oh, because Destiny... No, it wasn't Destiny. Got that. What got that last year? I forget. It was something weird. It was like, what... I don't know what won. Nah. I remember Cyberpunk got a got a, uh, a <laughs> nomination for it, and we were like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. "Well earned." Phantom Liberty was a good expansion. It was, yeah. Um, but but uh, we should kind of plow through because we've been talking for a while, and yes. obviously we're very excited about Helldivers too. Uh, I can't wait to see more of that. But Switch moving on to the Nintendo Switch Two announcement, so. All the way through last year, I think every episode of the podcast we talked about Switch rumors, the Switch Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Switch, the Switch. yeah Switch, yeah. Um, <laughs> Switch U, Switch yes. U. Um, but now there's some more solid rumors coming out. Again, that they're, they're they're rumors, so we can't really get hard on them. But it does make more sense now that the, the Switch Two is coming, and supposedly it's been delayed to March 2025, mm. and this is to allow developers to create impactful games for the console because i think nintendo have probably realized that this is going to be a wii u moment yeah where they need to get everyone from the most successful console on the planet to the next most successful console on the planet yeah yeah and based on the rumors it looks like it's definitely an upgrade it's not uh not like a, a new 
platform. It's not going to be like with the stupid gimmick or anything. It looks like it's going to have two screens, uh, which is what we what we suspect. I mean, we, yeah. that's what we suspected. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, or it's going to have an extendable screen or something that allows you to play DS games, essentially. Yes. Um, and it's it's going to be very similar in form factor to the Switch One. Um, it just looks like it's going to be an improvement in every form, like a, a boost. Uh, they're also talking about how it's going to be able to play uh, original Switch games at like 60 fps uh, with a massive performance increase and stuff which is cool and it's going to be 100 percent backward compa- backwards compatible i mean that's great which is which is great i i, I again these are all rumors we don't know for sure yeah so that's what we have at the moment yeah what, I'm what exci- are your, what I'm are your excited hopes and dreams? To, i think for me i'm like i'm excited to kind of see the kind of games and things that are made for it especially with a yeah. two screen thing like the main one of the things that i'm kind of wondering about is like the Switch, one of the reasons the Switch was so good before the Steam Deck was because it was a really good way to play indie games on the go, like portable indie games. So, you know, a game yep. would come out on Steam and then it would be ported and then everyone would be like, well, there's a Switch port coming out, right? You know, and then you'd buy it on Switch and then you'd play it there, you know. So, but the thing is, is that now that the Switch has two screens, it means that obviously you can port like a lot of your indie games onto the Switch too. But now that there's a second screen, there's going to be more ways to, like, you know, how our game. I'm interested to see, like, how games utilize that screen space, especially if they're ports from, like, Steam or, like, you know, more traditional, normal one screen games. Um, you know, except for kind of just using your one screen to play your indie game and then the other screen to play, like, Subway Surfers or something. You know, so I, I'll, like, you know, gonna have your video in video of, like, TikToks while you can play your, like, indie mm. game or something. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see, but uh, I think that's the main thing I'm interested to hear, like, see with the two-screen thing. It does also mean that Switch 2 will probably have way more unique games, kind of like, you know, like, DS games. It's, like, it's kind of hard, like, you can emulate DS games, but it's never the same as actually playing it on the actual hardware, right? Because, you know... You... Some of them play, like, books and, like, yeah. you, know, you know, where you have to hold it sideways and exactly. tap one screen and, yeah. Some of them are designed with the form factor in mind. Precisely. So like I that's what I'm interested to see like with the Switch 2 like if that if we go back to those kinds of games being more popular. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited. I think it's about goddamn time. And also maybe yeah. does this mean that uh, the eternal question that's always on my mind is will Nintendo make a new Smash Bros <laughs> for the Switch 2, mm. you know, now, at this point. So I don't know about that because the, the Smash Bros. Ultimate that we have really is the ultimate edition it of that game. actually the ultimate. It's incredible. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. that game blows my mind to the point where I bought it twice. Because yeah. I've got the collector's edition. I've still got the collector's box. But I sold the, the the physical, like, the plastic part of it, the box. Yeah. Uh, and bought the digital version because of how much I play it. Yes. The game is wonderful. It it's is got insane. Every, every piece of music ever made. Yeah. Um, it's got so many characters in it. It's got so many stages. And it, it's just a perfect representation of what Nintendo is. I don't know how they can improve on that. That's what I mean. So, like, I think, you know, genuinely, like, what they could do. No, you know, no, never mind. I've said but, it every you mean, year. I've said it every year. They just, could make, just... just make a like a deluxe version just make fucking melee remastered <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> i said that every, but i'll say that every time a new switch every time a new nintendo console comes out but yeah like um because right now it seems like the platform fighter community is kind of looking for like because obviously smash ultimate's kind of getting old now right as in like it's been out mm. for a long time so now they're kind of looking for a new game to move to and there's 
do you ever hear about Rivals of Ether? It's like yes, the I know. Pixel... I know very much about Rivals of Ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so, PC Smash game. Yes, yeah, yeah. And now you know they're making Rivals Two now, which is the it's got actual like three D models, so it actually mm. looks like a Smash game. Uh, you know, and it's got like all the mechanics, like they've re-added shielding and grabbing. Basically, it's like literally fucking Smash Bros. Now, so like um. You know, a lot of the fighting, the competitive fighting game community, sorry, platform fighter community are kind of looking to move to that. But obviously, that's a 2024 game. So yeah. I guess that will tide people over until, like, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, so one of the parts of Smash Bros. that I love is the character announcements. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the one of the best things to be part of the hype. And watching people lose their minds when they announce, like, Sora and Sephiroth and blah, 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 all those things. Mm. Um, and I want to do that again. I want Nintendo to have a game that does that again. I think it's going to be... I think they'll re relaunch Smash as it is now, but they might add, like, a single-player mode. You know how they've got the Spirits mode, which is terrible? Yes. That I think they're going to add, like, you know, Subspace Emissary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they they'd re-added add... that, dude. Yeah, that, that's how I think they're going to resell it, is they're going to be like, um, play your original version of Smash, but upgrade to the Subspace Edition, and you get the Subspace Emissary. Um, maybe you get, like, you know, you know like Double Dash. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Double Dash mechanic. I feel like they're going to do the same thing with Mario Kart as well. Is they're going to relaunch Mario Kart as it is, but add with double, double dash. dash mode. Yeah, I yeah. mean, also for double screen. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. That. You yeah, see, yeah. this is where I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, but the double dash mode is going to have an option where you both friends could be on the same cart. Yeah. Um, see, this is where my brain's starting to go now. Is I'm starting to think, how can Nintendo be creative without fucking themselves? Because <laughs> what all, are the safe bets? Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm thinking is the next console is going to have like a a, a a vibration center that goes at your ass or something, and we're like, oh, you <laughs> fucked it, Nintendo. You've done it again. Yeah, and you'll be really good at cheating at chess, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the safe bets, I think, are, like I said, Mario Kart, like a ultimate deluxe edition. But people will be so pissed off if they do that because we're already playing the deluxe edition. Yeah, I think people are ready for Mario Kart. Nine. I think ten. I don't think they're going to release a nine. Ten. Because there's still that whole thing about Mario Kart Nine being the DS one. Maybe the three DS one. Sorry. Mario Kart DD. You know, I guess that's double, I said DD, but that's double dash, oh. so maybe it'll be yeah. triple D. Triple D. Yeah, <laughs> double double dash. Waluigi edition. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing we were joking about with a group of friends recently is that the Nintendo Switch 2, the entire lineup, just, just so they can re-release everything, is going to be every game that's already out on the Switch, just for the Waluigi mode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> they can just go, wow, all the way through it. <laughs> I mean, that would be... I mean, that would probably be amazing. Do pretty well. <laughs> yeah. but, okay, what do you think the safe bets are? I've given mine. I, I've, I've got a few more, but I want to hear yours. I mean, obviously, a new Mario. <laughs> just make fucking Mario Wonder Deluxe. Uh... No, no, Mario Odyssey 2. Oh yeah, I mean Mario Please. Odyssey two is the, it, that's not a safe bet. That's just a money maker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's like you know surefire. Mm. Um, what else would make money? Uh, what's what's Nintendo got in their pocket? Like the big. I Metroid, mean, obviously New, New Zelda. Maybe they, Zelda. Maybe they make a hi, uh, more higher quality Zelda, which goes back to the older old school Zelda design. Even though I think is it Almori? Is that the name that. of the guy who made Zelda? No. Uh, Oh, fucking hell, man. Koji Kondo. Ko isn't he the... That's the composer. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what's the name of the... Uh, no Zelda idea. Creator. Ganondorf, Sorry. his name is. Let's just say his name's Ganondorf. 
I mean, oh yeah, AG Alnuma. There we go. Uh, oh yes, yeah. I did know that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you know, even though I think he said like Zelda's kind of this is the formula going forward, like the kind of Breath of the Wild formula. Mm. Um, but you know, we'll see. I think there are still still definitely people who want to see like an old old school style Zelda. You know, the more like traditional like action RPG, less yeah, worldy. I you know. just don't think there's space for it anymore. I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe they also so the the franchises they've got left are Animal Crossing. Oh uh, yeah, Splatoon. Oh, of yeah, because um, Splatoon three wasn't particularly no, successful. I mean, well, it did yeah. fine, but it didn't do terribly. Well, I mean, because it was um, just Splatoon two point five, right? Yeah, but so. it didn't it didn't do anything innovative, and it was it actually made Splatoon two look better because. The, the 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 constant returning to the town thing was really irritating. Yeah. Uh, and the town was just like super. It wasn't interesting. Um, what else have they got? They've Maybe got. They give Zelda a gun. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh... Have we had sex with Link yet? <laughs> oh, dude, don't, look, you, you, me, and you both know that's what the internet really want. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we know how to sell stuff, but I'm not on that. I'm not. I'm not. Not. I'm not singing that song. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what else have Nintendo got left? We've done Metroid, Pikmin, but um, I could give less of a shit about Pikmin, even though it's really popular. I mean, Pikmin um, Four was apparently really good, but yeah. Yeah, I've been tempted by it because apparently it's the one that you should play if you didn't really like the originals. Yes, that's what which I talks to me. What else is there? What are the Nintendo franchises are there? Star yeah. Fox. I get. Oh, dude, if <sighs> they'll, they'll never make they'll, they'll never make a good Star Fox game again. They'll no, never. No. I think I think it's just nostalgia bait at this point. I don't think it it's is. possible to make a good Star Fox game again, unless you completely you completely refresh the franchise and maybe you make it dark and edgy like a Fox in Space, and you make it like a space noir kind of thing. <laughs> That's the only way I could see it going. I don't think they could just make like a on the surface level Star well, Fox. Well, they, they game tried that with Adventures, didn't they? And it was it was okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, proper, like, you know, like, I don't want to say adult Star Fox, because that's also something the internet wants, but, you know, like, you know, more, a more edgier, like, a Persona 3-style Star Fox, if you get what I'm saying. I know what you're talking about, like, like, grittier. Yes, yeah. Mm. Like, Star Fox smoking a joint. I don't know why. I All right. Said that. So I don't know moving I moving away that. from questions about you smart Star Fox smoking a joint. Uh, didn't I didn't that's a sentence I never thought I was gonna hear today. Or in my life. Um what do you think the price point for the games is gonna be when it finally launches? A price for sorry, what? The new games the, the price point for first party Nintendo so at the moment first party Nintendo titles are always fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, it's quite be a big like jump from where they've been. Seventy um, eighty dollars. Right. So I think I think the price of the first party games is going to be eighty nine ninety nine. That's for the hell, base man. priced. Fucking hell. Because they know people that. will buy them. They do. At what point at what point do people say no? No Not more. Not with Nintendo, they never do. It is the Disney of video games, so mm. what can we do? Which is ironically because Disney is not the Disney of video games. I know, even, even though, though even though games. the one point five billion investment into Fortnite. I know. Still, no one knows what that is. Yeah, we'll see what that is. <laughs> we're we're opening a space in Fortnite for Disney characters. Okay. Lightning Are you McQueen? just acting out the real world Kingdom Hearts? Is that what's going on here? Yes. <laughs> Light. They will give Lightning McQueen a pump action shotgun, and then another pump action shotgun. 
so that he can crank 90s and double pump Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm playing it for. That's a real sentence. Um, but uh, we're going to skip the next one, the Little Big Planet Returns yes, uh, yeah. thing, because since we've been chatting, mm-hmm. uh, that rumor has turned out to be fake. Nice. Uh, it's a prank. So live. We can ignore that. Live. Li- live pranking. Live, yes. live, live. Um, also, one thing we didn't talk about the Elden Ring stuff is the fact that there's, um, sorry, with the Boulder Gate 3, uh, there's cross-platform mods coming. Yeah, that's interesting. Which, that's going to get really sexy. <laughs> mm. I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, already a very sexy game. I didn't realize you could take off all the characters' clothes and, and just have them fight. And I was like, yeah, I did, <laughs> I, I did that accidentally yesterday, <laughs> I know, so did I. <laughs> and my partner looked at me funny. And then exactly I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, my I partner went, like, he's naked. I was like, he is naked. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? He's like... I'm not angry. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll jump straight to the last point, which is the Borderlands movie. So, yes. Uh, have you seen the trailer? I think I saw stills from it. Um... Oh, so I watched the trailer just before the just before we recorded. Yes. And it's actually not terrible. Yeah. I was like, oh. But the, the problem is, uh, so I have to be cautious with this one because uh, I am somewhat linked to this. Um, but Randy Pitchford has been talking about the Borderlands movie being the next, uh, op- the next big uh, cinematic universe, uh, which what? is what drew me attention to this article. So I was what like, what? Mean? What do you mean cinematic universe? Yeah, the problem is Randy Pitchford is quite well known for saying a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily factual. Yeah, I would um, trust that. Yeah, yeah. But but I watched the trailer and I have to admit I'm impressed. It looks quite good. It like, looks like. Do you, know, do you remember the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Exactly, exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, yes. it's just one of those. Yeah, but if they're making it into a cinematic universe, then I can definitely see the potential for it. But I'm not sure if the world of Borderlands is as interesting as they think it is. No, I don't think it is either. It, other than going into the dungeons and stuff, there isn't really much else going on in that game. <laughs> yeah, or like the guns, like. The, the... Yeah, but you can't really translate that to a movie, can you? Other than just. Oh, now I've got a big gun. I've got a bigger gun. It's like, okay, cool. That's yeah, fun. Exactly. I guess, the, I mean, I guess the they could just, they just have to play more on the writing, right? Like, that's all yeah. they can really do. So. But you know what it's going to be? It's all going to be very quippy, very yeah. sarcastic. Everyone's going to be assholes. Yeah. Uh, and Claptrap's voiced by Jack Black, uh, which is actually a thing. Uh, and Kate Blanchett's the main character. Yeah. And... <laughs> she, she's Lilith. Yeah, which is crazy. But... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, no offense to Kate Blanchett because she's fantastic, but I'm sure she's too old for that character now because Lilith is like 18 in the original game. Yes. And, and to be Kate honest, Blanchett's like. It's kind of cool to see. Like, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very cool, but yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's right for the character. Mm. Me, me, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she'll do a fantastic job at it, but then I, I was really suspicious about Emma, Emma Thompson when she did that film where she gets naked, and then by the end of it, I was like, you fucking go, Emma. Like, you are yeah. doing it. <laughs> you are owning this film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just interested to see what this is going to become, because I'm definitely going to watch it, because it looks interesting. Yeah, I'll and... watch it, or maybe I will end up watching it on a plane in a <laughs> in a year or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, does... What is going on with entertainment? <laughs> this, this is the thing, man. I look at these films, and it's just like one of these things of being like, yeah, this is a good, this is like a solid four out of five film that I will watch on a plane in a tiny screen. <laughs> For me, it's like, this is something to watch while I'm cooking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the same thing. 
But yeah. this has been episode 89 of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, uh, Clark, and my co-host, Dolly, uh, discussing all the hot topics from the last few weeks. And this week, we have talked about Helldivers 2 at length, because we both loved it. Is that right? Yes! It I'm is right. I'm literally going to play more in like And I'm minutes. playing it as soon as I get off the call. Yeah. Um <laughs> We've been talking about the Nintendo Switch 2 being delayed till March 2025. Uh, we were going to talk about the Little Big Planet Returns, but it was a fake rumor. Um, Elden Ring DLC, Baldur's Gate 3 getting mods. And the Borderlands movie. And here's why you Well, I get through a whole episode without yawning, but there it is. Just coming in at the end. Ollie, do you have any final thoughts before we go off and definitely don't play Helldivers? Um, d- uh, d- uh, play Tekken 8. There you go. Okay, oh, and we also talked about Tekken 8. We talked about loads of other stuff as you well. Should, um, should, everybody should play Tekken 8. Well, I think everyone should be respecting democracy and uh, bringing <laughs> d- democracy and liberty to alien planets is what I think people should be doing. Because that, yeah, that's fair. That's a good advice. Um, Bali, as always, it's been lovely. Uh, we'll catch up again soon. As yes. soon as we can be not lazy to record another podcast. <laughs> um, farewell, everyone. Goodbye, everybody. Keep watching the skies. Oh.